live from Cool Boys Central. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the Cool Boys. Just the young boy. What? 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 So cool. Cool? Cool. So cool. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Ice Cool Boys. I can't really scream it. Uh, Greetings, Cool Boy Nation, and welcome to a special installment of the Cool Boys Podcast. You know what they say, Mortal Kombat. (laughs) Not like that. No, they say Mortal Kombat. They say with a Mortal Kombat. Very specific. (laughs) Yeah. We'll get into the, the magic that is that song. I'm Flawless Victory Falk. A phrase that's commonly used, I think, in every Mortal Kombat film. I don't know. I haven't seen one of them. <laughs> um, and I'm get over here, Ballard. Uh. Yeah, there is a B that you stumbled upon. I, I saw Downer Doc. I was like, ah, oh, I forgot about. There is a B phrase from uh, Mortal Kombat, but we'll we'll, we'll tease but that for later. But it fits better at the end. Yeah. Also, like after saying. More, after yelling Mortal Kombat, the various character names, all of which are in the song, Flawless Victory, Test Your Might. Test Your Might's my favorite. And Get Over Here are like the most iconic phrases. And they are fucking all in this movie. <laughs> they made sure to like check check them all off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mortal Kombat! This episode, yes. we'll be discussing Mortal Kombat. So we will forgo our cool boy updates, because, I mean, what are we going to fucking talk about the Oscars? <laughs> no. Fuck that. And get right into Mortal Kombat. And all the fabulous spoilers it has given us. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Here we go. Well, we got, we, it is on the agenda to talk about the, the use of arguably the most iconic video game theme and possibly best techno song ever written. In, in this yeah. in this movie and we'll find out whether or not we both found it to be disappointing or not uh wait which Mortal Kombat were you talking about the one we just watched so this is yeah officially a spoiler cast for Mortal Kombat 2021 HBO Max's gift to us during COVID was to release this directly into our homes but maybe a special friend saw it in theaters and <gasps> uh I didn't I watched it on HBO Max <laughs> Yeah, I did too. Yeah, it's, I mean, you pay money <laughs> to see it in the theater, or more money. I mean, you're paying money for HBO Max. Well, you don't know if that specific person has HBO Max yet. That's true. I guess. Although one month of HBO Max is presumably the price of a ticket, so you know, why wouldn't you do it? Unless you really just want to get the uh, movie theater experience. I don't really know how well this movie would work for your first back in theaters experience post-COVID. Oh, I picked it. I know mine. Mine's going to be Black Widow, for sure. See, I'm tempted to go see Cruella just to get it out no. of the way and have it be a shitty movie. Dude, I could go to a theater right now, right? Like, if I drive far enough, I can go to a theater right now, but I'm not going to. I am going to wait. I want it to be Black Widow. I'm not going to wait for Black Widow, because I don't think A Quiet Place comes to streaming. I think you have to see that in theaters. 
Wait, is A Quiet Place 2 coming out soon? May 30th or May 20-something? Late oh, May? Oh, shit. Oh, maybe you have Black Widow. See, I'd like it if Black Widow was my first movie back in theaters, I guess. I don't know if it will be. Yeah. Well, Scarlett Johansson would be a nice first big face back on the screen. As That's what to- I want. I want that. And I want Marvel to be that big budget, blockbustery Marvel type film. Yeah. Well, Mortal Kombat didn't bring us back to theaters. Sorry, no. Warner. Godzilla versus Kong would have been great in theaters. I do think that for sure. I could have seen that. Mm-hmm. Didn't. All right. Well, as always, with our oh, so spoilers from here on out for Mortal Kombat's all every Mortal Kombat, uh, ever made. Woo! Mortal Kombat. It's time for spoilers. Ain't it cool? And as always, we begin our spoiler cast with a quick, cool boy rating of past films in the franchise. Mm. And? I mean, this begins in 1995, two years after Mortal Kombat was the most important video game at the arcade in 1993. No way. Was it that quick? Was it that fast? Yeah, they. Um, it was Paul Thomas W.S. Wes Anderson, man. He fucking... No, 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 no. It was Paul Anderson. It was just Paul Anderson then, yeah. He yeah. he uh, he knew how to uh, right off shopping the movie that discovered June Law. He uh, he pitched, as as I understand it, they were like, "We need a thirty million dollar Mortal Kombat," and they're like, "No," to the person who was going to make it. And then it's like, "Can we do it for like ten million? And then they have him come in and pitch. He's like, "I'll do it for four. <laughs> like he, wow. he like under it was it was more than that. I think it was like eight or nine million, but it was a very cheap movie for, for the time and uh yeah the moral I, by this point in the arcades we were on, on mortal kombat 3 in the video games uh the classic song uh techno syndrome by the immortals had been used first in the uh tr- in the commercials for the original mortal kombat or maybe mortal kombat 2 and actually incorporated into the arcade cabinets for mortal kombat 3 and, and uh we we all in 1995 august my case First week back to fucking school, depressed, unhappy. Friday finally comes around. You, you and your your friend are about to uh, go to uh, the the movie theater. My dad took me and a friend, and my dad didn't give a shit about Mortal Kombat. He had no idea what the fuck it was. He had fun. I had a great time. I think I actually had a stomach ache, weirdly enough, and I have a stomach ache right now. Um, mm-hmm. But Just but me. that movie was all the st- stomach. What Pepto Bismol I needed because it made me feel fucking amazing. It was one uh, the fact that the the New Line Cinema logo starts and it immediately yells Mortal Kombat at you and it starts mm-hmm. with that fucking theme and it's just like oh fuck it's gonna be crazy and uh, all the little surprises when Reptile finally became the video game accurate Reptile which is just a palette swapped character for Scorpion and Sub Zero lost by fucking shit. The entire movie was just like boner moment after boner moment, and it's ter- and I rewatched it for this spoiler cast. I watched it after seeing twenty uh, 21's Mortal Kombat, um, and uh, yeah, it doesn't hold up. Uh, but the spirit of fun is still in there. I will give Mortal Kombat four out of five stars. Nineteen ninety five Mortal Kombat four out of five stars. Actually, you know what? Four and a half. Fucking love wow. Mortal Kombat. I love the music, not just the you know the the iconic theme, but also all the new techno and 
crazy stuff in there, which we'll get into later. I have a quick story about one of those themes. And uh, fucking the, the kung fu was serviceable. <laughs> the acting was serviceable. Mm. And most importantly, the directing was serviceable. <laughs> but that what it was doing was was great. Four and a I half. I love serviceable is 4.5 out of 5 boys. No, because serviceable is <laughs> the best you can get with Mortal Kombat. It's not uh. like... How do you, how does Mortal 1995's Mortal Kombat compare to all movies? Has, how does 1995's Mortal Kombat compare to what could be made of a Mortal Kombat movie, weighing with it all the prior year or two years of me staring at Mortal Kombat, playing Mortal Kombat, being a part of my fucking youth and in the arcades, uh, seeing it in, in Street Fighter, but you know the Street Fighter movie was fucking terrible. Um, yeah four out of five because it just the experience and four out of five or 4.5 out of five i'll go back down to four i'm, I'm fickle <laughs> uh but, but, but I'll, I'll i'll go back down to four but it's definitely a four it's definitely at least a four yeah um when i saw mortal kombat uh i of course played the games i i only know i think mortal kombat and mortal kombat 2 really well and yeah. then i think that's about it and then i played like some of the demos that have been released on the ps network back in the day well the cabinet for three cost like twice as much as the previous two so a lot of arcades didn't get it oh wow okay um i liked the game it was fun i think i did some like game shark game genie type shit with it too to play as goro but when you played as goro using the game genie or whatever like it would freeze up the nintendo yeah sucked you're talking about the snes the the home console version which came to your home in in, uh, 1984 it may have been Genesis I played it on, I think. Oh, Genesis version was the one with blood. We'll get into that later. Yeah, it had blood. It was definitely blood. There was blood, because yeah. I remember that. Yes. Um, anyways, so, I mean, I, I was I was excited for the game, you know, to come out. Uh, I guess the second one to come out. And when the movie came out, I was excited for the movie. Uh, my dad dropped me off at the theaters for that one with my brother and a friend. And... Um, my brother and and our friend and uh, myself, like, we all kind of, you know, we're excited. Like, we had all played it. Like, my brother and I, of course, played it. And our friend, she had played it a few times uh, with us. So we all kind of, like, knew the game. But, like, I think it was when they screamed Mortal Kombat at me, I was like, this is going to be amazing. Like, I can't believe they just went with the balls to just scream Mortal Kombat at me before. I, I think it's honestly, it's, like, black. You hear Mortal Kombat screamed, and as you're the, hearing the it screamed, line, yeah. it fades in on <laughs> New Line, yeah. So, like, it's just, that's crazy. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. And then I started seeing, like, these actors for the characters, and I'm like, oh, that's Johnny Cage? Oh, it doesn't, he's, he seems like a softcore porn star. Yeah, they wanted and, Tom Cruise. I mean, like, they, you have to be realistic with your expectations well, I, for clearly, what the budget can get you. They had a great Liu Kang, though. The guy who played Liu Kang was fantastic. He's good, I yeah. don't know. I know none of these people's names. Shang Tsung oh. is go- is well cast. Liu Kang is well cast, yes. and I think I think uh, Christopher uh, Christopher Lambert uh, is is fantastic as Raiden. Oh no, he's horribly miscast. I don't. Oh, I, hate I love his him. Casting. The, okay, I hate his casting. So and, much better um, than the new ones. Well, well there's something else casting wise. I was like, wait, oh yeah, Sonya is like way off for me. But I yeah. was like, okay, it's the Billy Madison chick. I think Billy Madison came out by then. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it's the Billy Madison chick. She's hot. All right, I, I dig her. Um, but uh, yeah, I think for the and last part, action think, hero she was in too. 
That's right. As, yeah, as a Schwarzenegger's daughter. And so I think she kisses like, I was a boy. Kind of, like, it's weird. Not feeling the movie at that point. Um, but I was willing to go with it, and then and then you have the dead or alive style um, volleyball like kind of uh, beach fights yeah. on the Mortal Kombat Island, and at that point in the theater, I was like, okay, this feels like the wrong genre. Like we went to the wrong video game because I remember thinking like that's the, that feels like that volleyball game where it's like supposed to be fighting, but really it's just like girls dancing on the beach and and for whatever like in bikinis. And so I think it's called Dead or Alive or something like that. But uh, I think that's c- close to Big Sur. They didn't actually go to an island. Obviously, it's somewhere in California. <laughs> is like, it? Had, so that that you felt get three weird. Three fights at a location, you know. So that felt weird. So then I, saw, I felt like, okay, the 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 the, a- the actors aren't the best. This location feels a little wrong. And then you started getting like reptile also, and he's just like this horrible CGI model. But then they made up for it with Goro being like this actual like on-set animatronic yeah. costume. Yeah. That was really awesome. But then there was, like, all of these fatalities that didn't happen. And I'm like, wait a second. PG-13. That's the reason, though, I came to see this movie was really for fatalities. That's, yeah. that's why I played the game Mortal Kombat. <clears throat> that would have so pushed in door. I felt like I was conned. I just didn't like it. And R- I, I kind of just didn't really care for it. And then the ending was, like, kind of weak. And then, like, Shao Kahn, like, just breaking out of a temple and being, like, superimposed on the sky. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I didn't really like it. I think I gave it me. I'll give it, you know, it's gotten better with time for me. But when I definitely got out of that theater as a kid, I was not enjoying the film. So I'll say, at, coming out of the theater, I probably would have put it really low. But at time, with going by, like, I realized kind of, like, it at in the 90s especially, it may have been the best video game movie made. Street Fighter's garbage. Yeah. I mean, that's a horrible movie starring Jean-Claude Unwatchable, Van Damme. Unwatchable, yeah. And, and, like, Street Fighter's a great game. Street Fighter 2 is the more common game people know, but, like... Correct. Yeah. Um. So, I guess three out of five for me for Mortal Kombat. Really negative three out of five. <laughs> You're still, still... Well, because I didn't like it as a kid, but, like, now, now, but now, today, like, the music is awesome. Yeah. Looking back at it, yeah, I can, I can totally excuse the horrible CGI model of Reptile... Because they at least put Reptile in the palette-swapped costume of Sub-Zero and and uh, Scorpion. We talked about this not long ago about Suicide Squad, how they have, like, these really, like, bullshit-designed creatures for um, kind of uh, uh, the Enchantress's, like, you know, minions. And um, we can get into it when we get into the next Mortal Kombat movie, but they obviously upgraded the costumes for Scorpion and Sub-Zero to be... A lot more unique. Yeah. But what I love about Mortal Kombat 1995 is that even the costumes for Scorpion, uh, Sub Zero, and Reptile are just palette swaps. <laughs> like that, they just did that for the costumes themselves. They they are. I I'm not sure if they're the exact same costumes that were used in the original digitized photo, but they look because like the the, the whole cool thing about you know Mortal Kombat was when we were still on 16 bit uh, sprites, you got to the point where hey, you could actually digitize a photo and use those as sprites and uh, th- that's what my Mortal Kombat looked like it was live action when so the violence was so controversial yeah so th- yeah like th- there was just one guy who was uh, he, he like I'll be because the costume was green and they're just like all right make it blue make it yellow oh wait right. we still have the green one added in as a special character <laughs> yeah yeah and then they went on for other Mortal Kombat's just to do the same thing with like red ones and other colors, purple ones, I think, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. 
bull, that's bullshit. We don't. Who cares about Scorpion the, the, was the, my guy in the game. I loved playing with Scorpion. I loved. I loved. I loved playing as Raiden as well. But Scorpion, I think, was my main guy because it was uh, funny that you picked it. It is for the get over here because I could actually master that combo. Yeah, I still know Seeing it. that, back, realized back, the live action was garbage. Back, back, forward, uh, standard attack. Is that what it was? Yeah. Seeing that in live action, seriously, coming out of his hand, and it's even as a little kid, I could I could see like the CGI just kind of like, like uh, squishing. Like it was just like they just you know they 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 just essentially like shifted his hand. There is no actual puppetry there. No there's there. no been, textures. Yeah. There's no. Te- they should have. They should have done a puppet. It would have been amazing. But then to have his hook, I don't even know if this is like part of the mythology or not. But have his hook be alive. And there's that one point, if I recall, Johnny Cage like dodges the hook, and the hook like slams into the tree and squishes its face into the tree. And there's like hook blood everywhere. Yeah, they have this. I'm like, that's wrong. not okay. right. In that's, the first game, wrong. it is very, very clear he is throwing a spear. It's not attached. Yeah. It's not coming out of his hand. I believe they incorporated the coming out of the hand. He puts his palm out forward for Mortal Kombat 2, and then Mortal Kombat 3 returned to it being thrown. And in this movie, it's very overtly. Something that's being th- thrown, even though the character has other supernatural abilities, right. the spear does not come out of his hand, and it is definitely not a living dragon creature. Yeah, that, that's very odd. That was a very odd choice, I thought. Um, I love Liu Kang, though, in it, to be honest, in the 1995 thing. I, I don't know that actor's name. He is fucking fantastic. First of all, his mullet is perfect it's Very nice Chinese mullet. Yeah. I fucking love it. And I like that they found and utilized Liu Kang as their vessel for the audience yeah. to go through and figure out. I mean, so is Johnny Cage in case there were like people in the audience who are like, I can't be a Chinese man for the next 90 minutes. They got to be white. And then, and then they were like, oh, okay, there's a white man in here. I can be a white man. Thank God. But I actually like, I didn't care for the Johnny Cage stuff. All that felt really softcore porn. Liu Kang is what I gravitated towards in this film. And I almost wish at times they could have focused more on the Luke King storyline, um, and and on and and have it le- less be so focused on Johnny Cage because I thought his shit was kind of garbage. To be honest, it is almost unclear as to who the protagonist is. It's Luke King, but still, Johnny Cage gets so much; he's almost a second protagonist. And then Sonya's really there, close. and Sonya's there too. She's the girl. Yeah. Whereas the Mortal and Kombat Katana and Princess yeah. Katana, she's not a protagonist though. But uh, no, twenty twenty one Mortal Kombat has a very clear protagonist, and they made the brilliant decision to not have it be any character from any Mortal Kombat game and and just create it. That was a studio Oh, really? Note. That was a Warner Brothers studio note. No, the main character needs to be like a new guy. Like, we never heard. That way, like, because I don't know any of these characters, so make me care about this new guy. And they're just like, all right, this character should be Johnny Cage, but we'll fuck it up and then <laughs> tease Johnny Cage at the end. We'll get to that, but it was a bad a bad choice. Liu Kang made a much better protagonist and Johnny Cage made a much better protagonist. 95 has two better protagonists than Mortal Kombat 2021 does. I had no idea about any of that information you just said. Well, the next two are fast cuz I I honestly haven't seen Annihilation or Legacy. Oh my god, Annihilation is garbage. It's so bad. First of all, it's like cast rechange, uh recasting. They recasted um Raiden and they recast Sonya. And, and then they Cage. did a revamp on Shao Kahn. Um, there's a point where Sonya's being attacked by a random monster, and Jax comes in and just punches it in the butt for a little while. Yeah. Then he punches it in the head once, and it, and it just simply just 
goes away, but Sonya never, like, runs away from it, even though she's, like, frightened. She just sits there because it's, like, all clearly, like, the director was like, it's going to be coming out CGI. Don't worry. We don't really know what it's going to look like because the model hasn't been built yet. <laughs> so it was like, you can tell. He's like, don't worry. We don't know what you need to do. Just don't move too much. Um, I've seen the, that whole I've movie seen the corridor. Like porn. Yeah, I've seen the corridor crew of Mortal Kombat and Annihilation. No, p- porn today has effects that are staggering in comparison oh my to God, Annihilation. Yeah. Well, Captain Marvel porn we watched was way better than any uh, Mortal Kombat yeah, they, film. Accurate, they did flying. Wait, what did corridor crew talk about about Annihilation? Uh, they, they compared it to the first one and the difference between like dated and cheap effects versus just bad effects and how Annihilation has just bad effects. Uh, yeah, it does. Me- meaning like... And worse sets. Because if, if, if you do... <clears throat> you go to Mortal Kombat 95, the solution would be spend way more time and have way more expensive computers and have a bigger team. Whereas with 97, it's like, well, you could just feathered that rather than having it like... Be, be clipped you know like things that were just like minute long fixes would have made this so much better and they just didn't know what they were doing well one of the things Annihilation does at the end uh, of the of the whole film is when Shao Kahn fights Liu Kang and they fight as an animality and so they're both just dragons Shao Kahn's like a Hydra dragon with a bunch of different heads and uh, Liu Kang is just like a dragon but instead of it being more like of a kind of a classic serpenty like um, uh, a, a Chinese dragon it's this like really horrible CGI design dragon yeah. that's like a Godzilla with wings, but it's toned down. And then they have these like really CGI teeth that keep getting really close to the camera as they're biting at the other giant dragon creature. And then they both fall off and then just like dissolve back real quickly into their into their human forms. And I love that in uh, and I think it's an Annihilation. It, it may have been uh, Mortal Kombat, but you get like all of this kind of like. Uh, dissolving, like fire just dissolving away. And instead of fire dying down, it just dissolves. <laughs> it just fades I mean, away. there's definitely some, I don't think that's a 95. There's definitely some wonky effects, but like, again, it's like for what, what they had to work with and what they had to deal with. It's it, it, Mortal Kombat 95 is special to me because the experience was something that I'll never be able to replicate again because I'll never be 13 again, but also um, Word. Yeah, uh, but more more so like I use words like serviceable to describe it and, and adequate to describe Paul W.S. Anderson's filmmaking. And it's like, sometimes adequate's okay. I love Mortal Kombat and I love his first Resident Evil, but you don't take a guy who's serviceable or adequate, like, cause that's all those franchises deserve. You don't take a guy who, who is just serviceable and give him aliens and a predator, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, you don't give him something that matters. You give him something yeah, that doesn't he matter. Must've... He must have had a great pitch. Well, you know, he had a cheap pitch. He had... For Rid- Alien versus Predator? Yeah, Alien versus Predator happened because Ridley was do- doing his negotiations for what eventually would be Prometheus, which at the time was much more of an overt alien sequel, and maybe he had Sigourney Weaver, and, and he was like, you know, I give you $100 million, $150 million, and, and it'll be ready in a year and a half. And, and and the studio was just like we need we need money we need a tent pole we need something that, that makes money we need it now we need it now and then Freddy versus Jason came came around was made I for love like that movie. Ten, 10 million and it fucking grossed hundreds and they're just like we're doing that we're doing a Freddy versus Jason who who, Dude, who, I saw that who shit is willing to do this who uh, so yeah and like the timeline for that movie where Paul W. Sanderson pitched it he had to start principal production he got, got called in pitch it and he's like, uh, here's what I do. And the, they're like, I need 30 million. 
astronomical budget for for him. And right. uh, he had like two months to till principal started, and two months of principal, and two months of post, and it was in theaters. And, wow. and when you know what he had to do, it's like this movie's actually impressive, considering what what he pitched in terms of the budget and and the timeline he had to make it on. But it's not acceptable that you did that to Alien versus Predator. If he could have grown up maybe five, ten years later, he could have created his own Asylum films. Yeah, I mean, he's a little better than Asylum, but... I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he would have been, a, like, a like a, a level up of them. But, like, he could have done that. He could have been... Because, like, he he wouldn't need to go the, this other route. I don't, I don't feel like... Maybe he sees himself, though, as an auteur, so who knows? I hope not. I think he knows... Right. I, Mortal Kombat 95 is, is a good example that he knows what he is and what he's doing. Uh, and has accepted it. Soldier is a horrible example that he knows what he is and what he's No, doing. he was trying beyond his, his, his weight there. He was boxing outside his class, and uh, yeah. he failed. All right, so, so what do you do you give Mortal Kombat Annihilation? You know what I will say yeah. about it? One, one positive, because there really isn't much that you can say positive about it. Um, uh, they killed Johnny Cage off early on in it, like the yeah. very beginning. They break his neck. Well, it wasn't the Which same nice. actor, so. Well, yeah, but it was nice to like at least like set the stakes, I guess. Um, it's one out of five boys. Okay. And I haven't seen Mortal Kombat Legacy, the web series that stars <clears throat> a few people of of significance, I think. Jerry Ryan, Casper Jer- Van Dien, Michael J. White. Yep. I think uh, a few others. <clears throat> oh, oh, uh. Mark Damascus or whatever his name is the uh, the the chairman of the Iron Chef. Yeah, well, yeah, yes, and Christopher Lambert uh, returns for oh, a cameo. Oh, and the guy who played Shane Song returns. Yes, he does. So uh, I know this is. I've not seen it either. Just so we're clear, I haven't seen it, but I mean, I, I remember. I mean, we we knew each other at a time, and it's like, oh yeah, there's a really cool Mortal Kombat web series. I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> yeah, nobody watched it. web series in 2011 was not a thing. It never became a thing. Uh, I've heard great things, though. I mean, I have heard great things. Um, so, I mean, it it seems like prior to this film, uh, regardless of what you assume of this film yet, um, that this was probably the most authentic take on Mortal Kombat that felt not so cheesy and kind of tacky like the uh, 1995 and 1997 films were. Uh, that's it. I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, yeah, I mean, it I'm, seems <clears throat> thematically similar to what 2021 ended up being, so. Probably. Um, but I'm not really interested in going back and checking out the legacy. Not now. But if I were to randomly come across, like, a YouTube playlist, I probably would click on it if I had however long it is. How how long do you think it is? It's two seasons. I'm pretty sure it's two seasons. Yeah, the episodes are, like, short, like, films, like 10, 12 minutes, something like that, I think. I don't know. I don't care. The, the, what 2021's Mortal Kombat did is made me think about Mortal Kombat for the first time in a long time, and, and that that made me rewatch the movie just to fucking see what it was like. And uh, yeah, it was a nice experience. And now we're doing this episode, and after that, I'm not going to think about Mortal Kombat again for another ten years, <laughs> uh, unless they do a sequel to this, which they might. I mean, yeah, the, they the, probably will. The box office was really good considering you didn't have to go to it. Yeah, it did. Do fairly well. That's what I heard as well. Um, okay, well, moving on then from Legacy, we shouldn't rate it. Um, no. But, you know, we, we could do a like it, love it, gotta have it I'll do for a like it. it. <laughs> I'll do a like it. I'm going to go with uh, a love it. I, I want to 
temper my expectations a bit here. I hear it's good, but I don't want to assume it's amazing. So I'm going to go with the love it. Yeah. Legacy. Fair enough. All right. Now we are at the main event. I have some uh, stories and anecdotes to tell during the course of this, but we'll come to those naturally. But we're just going to move into the movie Mortal Kombat. (laughs) Nobody nobody fucking yells anything. Although the New Line logo was there after the Warner Brothers logo. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I thought someone yelled Mortal Kombat in the end song during the credits. Yeah, that's, that's when you hear it, finally takes that fucking long um all right hbo max brought this into our lives and now we get to rate it mortal Kombat 2021 i will give it two and a half boys out of five boys wow um (laughs) i will give this a three out of five boys so equal to in value to the 1995 film but i enjoyed this more and coming out of the theater quote unquote let's just say um, 1995, I did not, obviously did not like it, as I said. But if I were coming out of the theater for this one, I would have liked this one at a three out of five boys. <laughs> While the Mortal Kombat 1995, I came out of the theater as a one out of five boys. And I eventually appreciated the film and realized, like a fine wine, that it, uh, you know, got it, it, it was better than, it, than I thought it was and at this- the time. I, I was too hurt at the time. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry it hurt. you were hurt. I was hurt. I felt like I was conned. I honestly remember watching Mortal Kombat feeling like I was conned. And That's then weird. seeing Street Fighter in theaters, I then felt conned again. I was like, what the fuck? And then, and that's when it started being the, the joke around the playground. Are we ever going to see a good video game movie? No. And then later I found out from the internet that every playground across the United States was having the same joke. And I, it, you know, and I realized, okay, so we're all seeing this. The Video games suck. What's going on here? Video game movies sucking so much. See, I disagree. And like at that point, Street Fighter, I think, was first, uh, and and Mario Brothers was before that. So we we were we were now this is our our third go round with trying to do a uh, video game movie. I thought this was the first one that successfully did it. I had the the experience of being at the arcade. It might have been the the closest out of the three. Well, it's the closest out of three to recapturing what the video game is like. Well, yeah, and and that's the thing about Mortal Kombat 1995 versus Mortal Kombat Annihilation 1997. So 95 is about a tournament. Yes. While Annihilation is literally not about the tournament at all. It's about, like, uh, Princess Katana has been kidnapped by Shao Kahn, and they got to go on an adventure to get her and save her. Yeah, it gives a shit. Yeah. And that, that, well, that's, that's what I have here in all caps, is uh, what I was thinking during this movie and throughout this movie is, uh, when are we going to get to the fighting tournament factory? When is the fighting tournament going to start? Um, the movie it doesn't... starts, um, I think, with thirty minutes left of the movie. No, I think it never actually starts because what's happening during the movie is there's a fighting tournament about to happen, and the good guys are gathering up their fighters. Oh, and we, training you mean them. the actual tournament? When did the actual tournament start? Yes, I thought the exact same thing too. No, okay, the fighting though, the actual good fighting in the movie is about an hour and ten minutes into the film. Yes, the good fighting actually starts because I remember it started. And I went. Wait a second. I paused it. I looked at the actual little, you know, timer uh, timeline. I went, oh, okay. We're an hour and ten minutes into this, and we're finally getting into Mortal Kombat. Yeah, right well, there now. have been fights before that, but the first the, the first fight fight begins. Yeah, but not with, Mortal Kombat fights. Go, yeah, but it's yeah, it's it's Goro versus Cole Youngblood uh, is like the first true fight. But what's happening is what the, was his the, name? The, we'll we'll get to that. Uh, Cole is the name of the main character. Um, 
we'll get to, we'll get to his, his name next. But I, I just want to finish this thought: is that what's happening up to that point in the movie is the 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 good guys are trying to uh, gather together, and the then Shao Shao Shang Soon is uh, or Shao Kahn, the villain is 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 sending people who will be fighting in the Mortal Kombat tournaments after them to assassinate them by fighting. And then we got to get to the, the big you know finale where the good guys say, all right, we're going to fight them, but we're not going to do it on the way they've been doing it or wait for the tournament. We're going to go to them and fight them. The tournament never officially starts, and there are no officially sanctioned tournament fights within this movie. Yeah. Uh, presumably they're they're saving the tournament for the next the actual tournament for the next movie, which is a bold, almost Ryan Johnson-esque subversion of expectations. It's not like I mean, no, Ryan Johnson would be like, there's not gonna be any fights. Everyone's just gonna hug. But like th- this movie still gives you the fights. Movie. It's just that they're not within tournament structure. And as a result, you get like weird shit happening, like main characters fighting uh Sub-Zero and and then his ancient uh, ancestor comes back and then they fight him together. There shouldn't be two-on-one fights, but there are several two-on-one fights, even though that wouldn't be allowed in a, in a tournament. Whereas 95 Mortal Kombat was just like 30 minutes in, tournament starts, and then there are 25 minutes of just fights. Like, as like little short films. Yeah, uh, but that Goro fight is bullshit because the Goro fight is like just a montage of people falling to the ground. You're like, wait, am I going to see Goro get to fight these people? No, well, the, he fights... Goro fight yeah once he fights Johnny well that's because the fucking puppet didn't have that much mobility it looks like it's about to fall over if you punch that thing once above where the center of gravity is which is very clearly off balance because it's a guy with a fucking animatronic thing on top of him and the guy is controlling the bottom two arms while animatronics guys control like the top two arms and every time they move the guy fucking has to like his spine must have been fucked yeah. Oh my god! They fixed it for Shiva or what's her name, Princess Shiva or something, uh, in Annihilation because it actually looked. They just like pop a, into arms. Yeah, it looked like an more like actual arms. Rather, I mean, with this Goro, you're kind of like, wait, which arm is actually the real arms? And I honestly think none of the arms are real arms. I think all four arms, or sorry, yeah, four arms. All four arms are um, are are fake animatronic arms. I think the real arms are inside the suit. Oh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I, I, I was just assuming that you'd have to put your arm somewhere. <laughs> the, okay, the suit so speaking is big. of Goro, did you, which version of Goro do you prefer, the CGI model or the uh, guy in a suit? Oh, the guy in the suit, without question. The the CGI is, I mean, yeah, it looks like Goro, but it's just a, this could have been pulled from any fucking CGI bullshit the, the movie. The CGI Goro looked like Hulk mixed with an orc from Warcraft. It looked like an off-brand, like, bridge to Therabithia orc or some fucking movie that no one ever sees. A spider with good. Chronicles character. I thought the character. death on it looked really good. The murder looked great. The fatality on him when his, like, like organs are spilling out onto the ground, I thought that looked really realistic. I mean, yeah, it was, it was cool to see Goro get his hand cut off and be, be yeah. killed in a brutal way it was just it was weird that there was no like it was it was outside cole youngblood's house and his, well, like, his wife, wife and daughter, daughter there it's like yeah. this should be in a tournament structure when when's the yeah. tournament structure gonna start and the tournament Honey, structure never starts eyes. daddy's gonna gut goro yeah that would have been pretty violent can you imagine seeing that as a child like first of all seeing a monster almost kill your father then 
pull your mother out of the truck after beating her already, and he's about to, you know, sever her spine or cut her in twine with the uh, car door. No, that kid's going to And then therapy. all of a sudden, Daddy comes in with a gold chest suit and just, like, wrecks the monster and spills his organs all over the fucking driveway. Yeah. And then Ouch. she gets frozen. <laughs> yeah, okay. By the way, so when they get frozen at the end of the family... He starts just chipping away at the ice cubes yeah. with his fucking like batons or st- I don't know what they are. I'm not I'm not a fighter, but I'll call them batons. They're like bladed batons. There is a name for them, I'm sure, and someone's probably screaming the name. But I'm just thinking to myself, dude, I bet, I bet you Joe should Rogan not be knows. hitting those fucking ice cubes of your family with fucking no, they would weapons. shatter. <laughs> they they would will shatter. shatter. Yeah, like you should be like melting them slowly and carefully. I was thrown off by that because. They look just like so. There's a long, like eight minute long opening sequence which sets up the rivalry between uh, Sub Zero, which and, is awesome, which was and, fucking and, awesome. And Scorpion, that was a really cool scene. Yeah, that no, was I, great. I, I really enjoyed all that. I thought it was a little confusing with the the, the subtitles twist. It's like why is every subtitle that. say Chinese and then Chinese all of a sudden Japanese? Japanese? Oh shit! Because I can't tell the difference between these sounds. No, they knew you couldn't. I know they, they knew I that. couldn't, but like I, it was it would but- threw me off. But if you're also, like, at all, like, you know, uh, knowledgeable about any, like, uh, a- Asian culture, like, history, um, you would know immediately that the inclusion of Chinese and Japanese on the same, like, you know, Japanese, like, home situation, that it's not probably a good situation. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah, these yeah, two yeah. countries of, and empires have always been kind of at war and odds at that time. They, especially they, then. They, they, all right, so that, that's, a, that's the, a big part of the lore, because, like, all the lore, you know, from in 95 they had was... Uh, the the play the character bios you could get in the arcade of like uh, of each character and because the the Mortal Kombat 90, the actual video game I mean it doesn't say who's good and who's bad because you can play any of the seven main characters you just wouldn't play Liu Kang was I think good though I think he was like the only one that you knew was good Johnny Cage was probably good but it wasn't because you he could was play selfish. it was all uh, you you would pick one and then you fight everyone else so it wasn't really clear like who's the good guys and who's the bad guys in this tournament but it did right. make it clear that. Uh, 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 Scorpion and Sub Zero like hated each other. They they were fierce fucking rivals. And in the '95 movie, it's like one line that um, Shao Kahn or, or Shang Soon, I forget which one it is. Shang Soon, yeah, Shang Soon says like these two were mortal enemies, but now they are but my slaves, and they have no dialogue and hurt characters uh, throughout the rest of this movie. So, whereas this one made them characters. Gave them a, a, a backstory to their their rivalry, made Scorpion into the clear hero in Sub Zero into the villain, and also made Scorpion Chinese and uh, Sub Zero Japanese, and bringing yeah. in all that cultural uh, baggage with it. Which I mean, bold choice. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't like as a film. Uh, stand on the ground that Chinese is bad and uh, Japanese is good because then they had later characters like uh, Liu Kang and uh, Kung Lao. Is he Lao. Japanese? Liu Kang's no, they're Chinese. both Chinese characters. Yeah, all the Chinese yeah, characters so- were good and all the Japanese characters were bad. No, no, no. Scorpion is good. He's Japanese. Scorpion's Chinese. In- no, no. Hanzo. Uh, ha, ha, uh, what was it? Han- well, Hanzo's Japanese name, and it was Bihan. Was uh, was uh, Sub Zero. Bihan. That's a Chinese name. Oh, I, I must have mixed them up. So, they, I, but it was. On, I think that was on, uh, intentional to make sure that they had good Chinese characters and bad Chinese characters, and not to have it to be only specifically. Oh yeah, China. a Japanese yeah. heritage versus a Chinese heritage. That's interesting. Wait, in terms of actual history, aren't the 
Are the Japanese the good guys or the Chinese the the bad guys? I, oh, that's I just, comp- I, that's, that's that's okay. Well, okay. That's and really in World War Two, I know what the answer of, is there, but I don't know yeah. in their own little history. I mean, if you're Chinese, obviously the Japanese aren't good, and vice versa. But um, I think from a, a more of American textbook perspective, the Chinese, I think, were not the ones we favorably look on at, in that time period. Huh. They are more the invaders uh, on Japan, and Japan is kind of fighting back the Chinese. But uh, but also I think later if World War Two yeah Pearl Harbor I think it switched happened. I think Japan started invading China in World War Two and and really in that situation we looked favorably on the Chinese as opposed to the Japanese well yeah I mean we they weren't they weren't an ally but uh, China I mean but they I mean I, I know from uh, Michael yeah, Bay's masterpiece Pearl Harbor that the uh, the Doolittle's raiders landed in China, so uh, lots of uh, planes were uh, taking off from China to bomb Japan and uh, the South Pacific. Mm. We had lots. We had a lot of uh, um, uh, runways there. Well, let's not get too deep into World bases. War II, but it is interesting that that was that was put put in the movie, and uh, the fact that they made Sub Zero into the big bad because Goro gets dispatched with like an hour or forty five minutes to go. You know, he's and and uh, which uh, is which is totally just because you're talking about Ryan Johnson. That's a very Ryan Johnson thing because that super subverts your expectations. Well, eh, until you see the the opening, which sets up Sub Zero as like the the big one, and they did a good job no, of giving Goro, his power Goro set. This big character, right? Like this, because they even make him on, ominous in the uh, introduction of him in uh, the 2021 film where it's just his shadow you see his silhouette on the floor and so and then he's like you know this huge character in 1995 uh, he's also very ominous in his, yeah. his uh, introduction some good stuff um, but he also dies and he's dispatched fairly quickly in that film too I guess but that's because the the, the you know the puppet, puppet was unwieldy and difficult to work with yeah and this one it was more of an intentional choice but I, I as of like making the uh, Sub-Zero Scorpion thing be like the big like Bookends, you know the, your 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 big climax and your opening, uh, it worked. I mean, I, I yeah, that's the big moment. That is the if ninety five has tons of boner, boner moments, but they're you know they're small because I was only thirteen at the time. Whereas this has one huge like I, where I was like, oh shit, I was actually excited. One big boner moment, uh, as big as when uh, Miatas were mentioned in Godzilla versus Kong. What was when? You you saw the sphere go through Sub Zero and you heard the dun 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 dun. That was it. That's all you got of it. Yeah, get over here, and then you heard get over here. Then you heard get over here. Yeah, that was great. And that actor is in Sunshine and and Life. I assume he's big in Japan. Samurai, I think too. Right? Oh no, that's Kim Watanabe. Maybe Kim Watanabe is definitely in that. But no, no, he's in a Wolverine. The Wolverine. Hmm. He's in the Wolverine. Yeah, that's correct. Forget he's great. Who he yeah, was. he was wonderful. Uh, he was uh, he he. They I, see that's the thing that the 2021 had done pretty well. I think was casting. Um, even having Jack speed the True Blood guy was great. I liked that. Was he from True like, Blood? Yeah, he was like the one of the. I can't remember what season he showed up in, but it was the season where like the witch shows up, and like puts like a, a a hex over i think the town of true blood was it was the was the town called true blood i forget no the town was called something else i can't remember the name of the town i've forgotten that show almost i forgot entirely. yeah i forgot a lot i never finished it i never watched the final season did you get to rudger hauer 
I don't think so. Maybe not. He's a fairy. Or maybe I did. I don't recall. I honestly, if I ever watched True Blood, I'd probably have to like rewatch it now. Uh, but I don't really want to. Well, um, the casting was pretty good. I think for this 2021, I really love the guy that played Kung Lao. I love that he just starts trashing. Kano at dinner and then Luke Kang's like why are you not listening to this guy Kung Lao Kano he clearly is like gonna save you and then Kano's like what the fuck is going on here and then because all of a sudden these two guys Luke Kang and Kung Lao are just trashing Kano and roasting him but they're being like super serious yeah talking so down to him I loved it Oh my god, uh, I thought that was a really great scene. They were trying to sequence. They were trying to activate his Akuna, which is Mortal, Arcana. Or, or uh whatever. The Mortal Kombat's yeah. phrase for special power, which they gave to everybody, even though I don't think in the earlier games everybody had special powers. I don't think Johnny Cage had special powers. He had like a shadow kick, which well, they used in 1995. So Sonya Blade, like later they added the fucking ring things that she can shoot. But th- yeah, but was- Sonya also could do the uh, the kiss, and the, and they put that in Annihilation where she gets like some kind of powder on her hands because she didn't get to do the kiss in 1995, and she does the blows the kiss and it burns. That was her, that was her fatality. That was her fatality. Yeah, that was one of her fatalities. Yeah, um, I like the fatalities in 2021. They were fucking gruesome. And fun, yeah. Re- oh, reptile was actually badass. I love. Oh, I didn't like reptile. the reptile. I didn't. I, I was just like, oh, so we're not gonna get the him him being in the the like actual human costume. It's like no, no, because the the design. Let's face facts. It's just a slightly larger, much much better rendered version of what they used in '95. Same yeah, basic proportions. What, it reminded me a lot of uh of um Neil uh Blomkamp's uh. Oat Studios Raka and and the way they did like the reptilian alien creatures and that and I was looking at this going dude this is so good like I love this play with this design like his large weird lizard but you know what I really loved about Reptile was how they did invisibility with him they kept that from 95 yeah they did but like well that's from the game too but like uh, I really liked that shit a lot. Um, I thought that was really cool how you would kind of like you you would see his veins and stuff like that. Like there's fish like that like that where the translucent skin and yeah. like so it kind of reminded me of that. Uh, was it um toucans? I think toucans like if you pull their feathers back, their skin's actually translucent. You can like see their organs and their bones or some shit. Um, and so like it, it looked like that to me. Like I was like, oh my god! Like you like the way you would see is like. Uh, reptile the way you would see his like uh you know his uh circulatory system and then you would see his bones his skeletal structure his muscle structure his uh all that stuff like that was really cool i thought that was awesome yeah it, it was it was a neat sequence it was uh, i was just like uh, well i guess we're getting reptile early on they got everyone early on yeah it was I mean, like, like everyone showed up and then reptile died. dies and i'm like okay so reptile's not gonna fight in the tournament that's fine he's all he was always a special character you could only get to on that sort on that stage by yep. doing an uppercut uh, it, it, in the right spot, and even then, you only had a randomized chance of getting to him. And uh, it gave Kano his fatality, right? Yeah, they did Kano's fatality, which is ripping the heart out. Um, yep. I didn't really like what they did with Kano, with having him just be like, "Oh, I guess I'll switch sides." Um, but it was because it, it, it seemed like they were setting up Kano to be like the uh, the rocket raccoon of like the guy who's the least like wanting yes. to be a group, and then he like. All right, I'll, I'm with my friends or whatever. But no, they, they fucking went the other way, and Kano dies. I um I enjoyed that, but I I, I know what you mean. Like, Subversion okay, so of expectations. As a character, 
the way they were building up Kano and even that dinner sequence I mentioned a moment ago, like to me, like I really liked how they had Kano. Yeah, it is a very much like an anti-hero, like a rocket raccoon, right? Yeah, yeah. he's an anti-hero for sure. He's the guy. He's the Sawyer in the group, right? We have Jack. We got Kate. He's our Sawyer in a way. Yeah. That, like that was a, that was a, that was definitely felt like a way they're developing him. And then they they pull the rug from underneath, and it's like, oh no, he's actually a bad guy. But that felt right for the character. And even though I wanted a different route for his character to go, it didn't feel false to the character for him to all of a sudden betray everyone. I guess he's some Australian comedian. Uh, he's, he's oh, is he? Well, according to I he mean, was. I think he did a great job, dude. Mister Sunday acts like they're they're like the the Weekly Planet, the Weekly Planet uh, acts like he's like the biggest dude, and I'm like I've never heard of this dude because I'm not I don't watch Australian TV. Uh, did they review uh, Mortal Kombat? Yeah. They did. They en- they, they, they they enjoyed it uh, quite a bit. Uh, oh, nice! I thought it was fine and not as good as ninety fives. L- let's get this one little detail out. Um, Ballard, what is the name of the protagonist of Mortal Kombat twenty twenty one? What is the character's name? Oh shit! Uh, I never really got his name. It was something eighties sounding. Was it like Cody or Corey? Cole. Cole. Cole Young is the name of the character. That's it. Cole Cole Young. And I was like, where do I know that name from? And the name is Cole Youngblood. If you scroll into our doc, do you, you see the picture of Cole Youngblood? Where did it? Oh, is this where I saw it? I think I saw Cole Youngblood. I must have just seen it in the doc a second ago. Okay, yeah. From Big Guns 2? Yeah. What? Cole Youngblood was one of the many, the 30 people in Big Guns 2. And I remember that name, Cole Youngblood. Uh, he, he's the, uh, I think he's the chicks can't give me the kind of head I need guy. <laughs> no, <laughs> no way, really? I'm sure the, I'm sure the bass will be hopping tonight. Chicks can't give me the kind oh of head God. I need. And, uh, so every time the, the name oh, Cole wow. Young was mentioned, I was like, Cole Youngblood <laughs> from Pickens too. That would be amazing if that was really him. That is the name of the gay porn actor. Not the character he played in Big Guns 2, which might have been Cody, actually. So is this when he was younger, before he was in, in uh, Mortal Kombat? Wait, what? No, this is, this is a picture of... No, the gay porn actors whose fake gay porn name is Cole Youngblood just happens to be very similar to the main character's fake protagonist name in this movie, which is Cole Young. But when I heard the name Cole Young, I just thought of Cole Youngblood. Wait... <laughs> you remember the name Cole Youngblood from Big Guns too? Yeah. Oh my god. We, we, we mentioned it in the sw- in the in the uh, commentary we did of uh, the hit uh, classic gay porn films Big Guns too. Uh, we we both go well Cole Youngblood and then I think Noli goes that's a great name. That is a good name. And uh, Cole Young is the the name of the main character from uh, Mortal Kombat 2021. So wait, okay, I didn't realize, we, okay, we were talking about this I think a moment ago, I did not realize he was a completely brand new character, I just thought he was something that I was like, I, I like I said, I've, I've not played Mortal Kombat forever, yeah. so I, new character. I think they didn't delve too deep in their new characters, uh, th- these were all from Mortal Kombat's 1 through 3. Some of them yeah, were like. I remember Kung Lao, so I don't remember which version I played. I guess Kung Lao was in 2, Jax was in 2, uh, yeah. 
Melena or McKenna or whatever, the chick with the mouth that opens yeah, wide. Yeah, Melena, yeah. She, she's from two. Because um, it was her and Katana at the same time. And that's Katana was, was from Katana two. Katana is yeah. in the 95 film, but she was. No, there's no Katana in this series. So far. No, her, there's also a Jax, but he doesn't have robot arms and he's just a black guy. And I think he's just called Jax in the. Uh, in the credits but like those are the two characters from mortal kombat 2 that the game that made it into 95 because i mean they they only had so much and then the, the chick with the uh the dragon wings who flies around she's from mortal kombat 3 and then the dude that can teleport uh whatever his fuck his name was the mandalorian guy cobble yeah cabal, cabal i remember him cabal yeah, he's from three he's from cabal. mortal kombat 3 okay i remember three then okay th so three might be where i i stopped playing because they have some characters in Annihilation that I remember too, but I don't remember all of them, like Cyrax or some shit like that. Yeah. Like this yellow one that fires off bombs and a couple other random ones. But um, wasn't there one called like a Noob Cybot or something like that? That was an all black Scorpion Sub Zero type? I don't know. That name sounds familiar to me. Noob Cybot. Uh, I could have sworn that it was one. I think it's an all black Sub Zero version. There's like a Cybox or Cybot. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, so he uh, he is someone. Yeah, Noob Cybot is in started in Mortal Kombat Two, I think, and hmm. he, uh, it's essentially a version of Sub Zero, but it's an all black one. Ooh, sexual. Yeah, so it's just the 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 same look, all black, and then they have other, you know, of course, and then after that, right, it just goes crazy. Like, there the the lore of Noob Cybot is much deeper than that. They made some. You want to hear what he says? He likes to say this. You always mimicked me. But you make a poor grandmaster. Ooh, that's no get over here. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely no you get over here. That's uh, that's way too much. Can you imagine saying that before somebody like well, before you kill them? In Mortal Kombat One, that was all. That was like there was very few digitized speech because, and it was cracky. It was it was tough to to really make it was fatality it was like fatality was kind of sad and, and yeah but you could hear very clearly get over here and and in 95 of course scorpion says that but he also says like get down here and come here he's just like variations of get did here. they hire okay did they hire the original voice actor though they didn't hire the original voice actor the original voice actor who said get over here was ed boone the fucking creator of mortal kombat and programmer and legendary video game guy Oh, okay. So he just lent his voice to the film. Yeah, yeah. And for Annihilation, even though he like didn't didn't wasn't involved in it at all and saw Annihilation, he's like, God, that was horrible. He liked the '95 one. Wow. Okay. Um. And he doesn't. Well, yeah, he, he's not the voice of the get over here in this Mortal Kombat. It's, it's that one. It's still that same actor. That Japanese right. Okay. Actor, so it was it's like, oh well, can't can't have Ed Boon do the do the voice. You can't have a white guy voice an Asian guy anymore. Um, no. So, unless it's, I get, well, a bunch of Disney films are a whole bunch of Asian characters voiced over by uh, white actors. Well, um, I mean, a lot of... All the uh, uh, studio uh, Ghibli shit. Well, a lot of the characters from... I mean, I didn't know Sub-Zero or Scorpion were supposed to actually be a Asian, uh, but I guess they... It makes sense because they're dressed kind of like n ninjas, Certainly, this movie added the Chinese Japanese thing, but it was like, oh yeah, Raiden's supposed to is a Chinese thunder god. Kind of makes no, sense. No, that's that video game. What? I just looked into this shit. Noob Saibot and all that stuff. By Mortal Kombat 11, they had determined like, 
oh yeah, these characters are Chinese, these characters are Japanese. Yeah. Like, so, so I think that I think the movie is playing more into the lore of actual Mortal Kombat. Well, no, if Raiden is supposed to be a Chinese god of like lightning and thunder, kind of weird to pick a French guy. <laughs> That's him. why I never liked it. I never liked Christopher Lambert because even in the games, it's very clearly an Asian guy is Raiden. Well, this one has the the villain, the the, the Asian bank CEO villain as Shin Han. As, 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 no, as, as uh, Sun Sang. Sh- uh, Shang Sung. But no, the, I think the actor is Chin Han from Dark Knight. Okay. Um, and then uh, I didn't recognize as who plays Raiden. The problem with World Combat for me is that it's all tainted by the fact that as a kid, I first saw uh, Big Trouble in Little China. And so when I played the first Mortal Kombat, I thought that game was literally Big Trouble in Little China, the game. I think it was pretty heavily, a pretty heavy influence on it. I mean, they have Goro practically in Big Trouble Little China. Yeah, they was... have Shang Tsung in Big Big Trouble Little China. They have Johnny Cage played by Kurt Russell. I mean, they have a Liu Kang character as his best friend. They have a Sonya and Kim Cattrall. They have every, like all. They have a Raiden yeah. in one of the uh, different of uh, the three samurai go- uh, gods. The uh, he's like lightning too, even. Um, Shang Tsung changes from. Uh, or I don't know what he's called in uh, Big Trouble in China, but in uh, in the game, Shang Tsung changes from young to old. In the fucking movie, Big Trouble in Little China, the main villain, the arch nemesis, act, fucking changes from old to young. Yeah. I, I know all these Ed Boon has talked I'm like, about Jesus Christ, that this game. is the movie. Ed Boon has talked about that game, or the movie, sorry, the movie Big Trouble in Little China being a massive influence on Mortal Kombat, so... So then, so when Mortal Kombat kind of started just taking off on its own and being its own things, I think it's probably part of the reason why I stopped playing it after three. I kind of just gave up on it. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, this. Yeah, I grew up. I wasn't spending time in arcades anymore. You know. Yeah, I I still went to the arcades for any time I went to the movie theater. I went to the Starcade. No. But like, um, I just something about it for me the fact that like I just was like we're not honoring the fact this clearly came from Big Trouble Little China. Like, what's going on here? And we're just going on our own lore at this point. I couldn't go on. Hey, I got words for you for uh, Charlie Robert Robert Kirkman. <laughs> you know, like if we're talking about, oh, you you wore your influences a little heavy on your sleeve and then acted like you invented shit that you didn't yeah. invent. Like, there's a lot of people who do that. But Mortal Kombat was like, look, I'm sure when they were creating it, they had no idea that there'd be movies or a, a, a franchise outside of. You know, a, a video game that was in a, you know a cabinet, an arcade cabinet, and sold to to arcades. They didn't. They didn't. You know, right next to uh, uh, Polybius. <laughs> you know, they had no idea. Yeah, like uh, like Mortal Kombat took off does not mean that like you know because it took off doesn't mean that something like what was the other one Primal Rage was going to take off and become like the next movie do you remember Primal Rage where I love like Primal Rage Primal Rage rocked yeah I, ever, I definitely remember Primal Rage was it called Primal Rage yeah Primal Rage okay it was that was a good one that was a fun game because that was like Mortal Kombat at the time I mean it's a little bit uh, uh, newer than Mortal Kombat but um, no, it was like 97 96 yeah it was newer but like it was it, I remember them being in the same arcade at the same time but Primal Rage was just like wow alright I'm loving this, like, you know, R-rated games that we were starting to get more and more of at that time. Yeah, that was uh, same thing. I did design photos for sprites, but they used uh, claymation. So it had that unique mm-hmm. look to it. 
There was another one that was also really violent. Um, Killer Instinct? Where you, yes, where you kick people off the top of buildings. Killer Instinct had one raptor guy, and it, it, it went yes. crazier with its character designs. Yeah, Killer Instinct and Primal Rage were kind of the heirs to Mortal Kombat. Uh, Killer Instinct had more than a raptor guy, right? Like, had other people. It had robots. It had a yes. snowman for some reason, I think. Oh, my God, that's right. Didn't his three segments, like, bounce apart or something like that? When yeah, that one, so uh, both it and Primal Rage were uh, stop-motion, like, animatronic things for the, the sprite, you know, d digitized photographs. But Killer Instinct made it very clear that it was, like, claymation at the time, like, or, or you know, whatever Nightmare Before Christmas is, that kind of clay animation. So Right, uh, that's claymation. It, yeah, so. so it's like... It, it, it brought a little something different to it at that point like the, the arcade cabinets were starting to really be able to do things that the home consoles couldn't but at the same time arcades had such a negative reputation at that point and I'll get into that I have a story I want to tell about an arcade wait wait get into that I feel All like right. what is that let's just begin with, I'm just saying like at that point by Killer Instinct and, and uh, Primal Rage arcades themselves were kind of beginning to, to end and, Are you uh, talking about Bob Dole's? What was it? Was it Bob Dole that was it that had the whole like push on it was Bob, video games? It was it was Hillary Clinton to a certain degree at that point. Uh, Bob Dole and Hillary Clinton were both on the same page on, on, on that. So there was legislation coming out. Of course, she eventually. And I went think after. McCain. I think McCain was also anti-video games. <laughs> and so was Joe Biden, actually. Um, yes, and Biden. That's right. Yeah, yes, so I do it, remember it, those and, names. And then, that, yeah. even then, Hillary was the one who carried on the torch and, and went after Grand Theft Auto and and. There's a terrible movie about that starring Daniel Radcliffe and uh, uh, Bill Paxton is the the lawyer <laughs> uh, who's who's trying to sue them. But uh, so yeah, my here's my here's my quick story. We, we're we're getting into this. Um, I have many memories of uh, playing the original Mortal Kombat in the summer of '93. It was it was the big the big deal. And in Houston, which is where I'm from. Where the tech, you know, in the middle of the great Texas abyss, is mm. is there was like three tiers of entertainment accessible to the youth hot, of my age. Tuesday very, afternoon, you could go to a hot, humid uh, Tuesday afternoon in Astroworld, which was like the big, the mecca of entertainment. But then there was a place called Celebrations, or no, no, there was a place called the Fun Funplex, the Houston Funplex. I love it. Sounds fun. The Funplex had, you know, a movie theater, had all kinds of like shooting or shooting games and galleries laser and laser tag, sort of laser tag at the time. There was a roller rink, which was immortalized in one wait, of wait, Beyonce's was it the video. Old school laser tag that was like more like infrared tag. It was, was infrared it tag. Yes, control? it was infrared tag. Yeah, nice. but it had a roller rink that's it's in that Beyonce video where you can also see the front of the fun center, which is like this weird futuristic building. Oh, I thought you were about to say you can see the front of her pussy. <laughs> you can see the front of Beyonce Knowles' pussy while she fucking skates in the skate in rink. But yeah, that was like, oh shit, the Funplex, whenever Beyonce made that video, which I think was like 2011, the Funplex looked just like it used to, except the uh, water park closed down a long time ago. But uh, the Funplex was tier two. Tier three was Celebration Station, which was... Um, Sort of a, a big, big arcade center with all the every popular video games. There was the uh, Mad Dog McCree, where a lot like live action fucking uh, gun shooting gallery game. There was of course Mortal Kombat. I think eventually, one of the latter times I went there, there was a Mortal Kombat too. 
Mortal Did it Com- have the hologram game that was like that little tiny hologram game that had the cowboy that would travel they, through time? They did have the the the, the crazy hologram hologram game. I hated that they game. also had the hologram version of it's not uh, uh, Dragon's Lair, but it's like the sequel. It's to Dragon's, that. It's Dragon Slayer or something. There's like a, that. no, there's a Don. There's a sequel also done it's, by Don Bluth that's like space themed that that had holographic projection. Oh, I never saw that one, but yes, I, I the Dragon's Lair or Dragon Slayer, whatever it is, the Don Bluth one. Yeah. I hated that too because I can. Never Never get far. No, you can never shit. get. It's just. It's just. It's. It, they. They said it in Wayne's World. Where like like these things are designed to just keep you putting fucking quarters in. It's yeah, not, yeah. Brian it's, Doyle Murray said. Yeah, that. I think it's Brian. But Doyle Murray Celebration Murray Station had a lot more than just arcades. It also had a go kart track. It had a bumper boat track. Okay, yeah. It, it had all. I had a Malibu Grand Prix. Yeah, so it's kind of like, like that. that. It was. But it and, was Mal- and next to it was a Malibu Castle. But it was, but it's it's a prize jewel was its massive arcade collection, and they didn't have a Mortal Kombat. They had like three or four, and one of the Mortal Kombat's was in an elevated position where the screen must have been hacked VGA, the screen of the arcade cabinet, and then there was a projector that projected the screen big. Wow! Up. And they would later, I think it start, what was uh, the first time I went there was a kid. I mean, I was very young. I'm trying to remember. I think it was Street Fighter. The Street Fighter got swapped to Mortal Kombat, which created some tension because moms would walk by it and they'd go, blood, a heart, what? And they, yeah. would see, they would see the horrible things. And, or a and, skull with a spine attached to it. Like, my, my stars. And they'd clutch their pearls and, and cover yeah. their kids' eyes. But I was one of those the kids who were just like, you know that's not like my mom says you know that's not real right and i'm like yeah i'm i do i do know that <laughs> and and just like all right play your play your video games so i got to play mortal Kombat. but at the celebration station you know which, what you sound like to me you sound like buzz uh that's the name i'm gonna give the guy because it's from like salute your shorts i think this was his name oh there you go buzz T2. from home alone <laughs> oh no yeah no buzz from t2 and he's just like you know talking to john and he's just like you know, oh yeah, to the cop. Oh yeah, I've never seen that guy before. John, this cop's looking for you. Get out. Kind of. I had a John Cox. that kid over there. I had a, a never do well friend who was often at Celebration Station with me, and I'm sure he had many problems with 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 cops in in his uh, later years. But so I, I, He's I John set, Connor. I set up the arena. I mean, like the fact that there there, there was the 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 primary Mortal Kombat. There was other Mortal Kombat's you could play, but there was the primary cabinet arcade for Mortal Kombat that had like a big screen projector that like was like it was supposed to be like the big event. Like, and there was a dude there every for for the summer of '93, in which I must have gone every Friday. Mom taking me and a friend to Celebration Station to play them video games and play that air hockey and play them fucking bumper boats and and go karts and. uh, there was always this dude there who was always at the Mortal Kombat. He didn't work there. What the fuck? He there's just, some random dude? There's just a random dude who I would have guessed is like 25. Now picture a dude with fucking horned rim glasses uh, and and long, stringy black hair. Probably You're wearing, a pedophile. Who's, let me finish the story. Uh, who who <laughs> oh, had, shit. had a shirt that said like Slayer or Pantera. And he had like like 90s fucking never do well pants with like a a key like a chain that went to his wallet so nobody could steal that chain but that dude was always there playing mortal Kombat, and he was referred to as the king the king of mortal Kombat. he was the king that was his name nobody even knew his real name maybe it was chris maybe it was ryan uh who knows he had a name he looked like 25 
He could have been 35. He could have been 17. I don't really know. But he was, everyone at Celebration knew of the king because Mortal Kombat was the biggest thing ever. And what the king did, like his, it was his job, was if you got a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars from your mom, whatever price, whatever price the king actually charged, just, it might've been a dollar, I don't know. He would give you like a lesson in a character. He'd be like, oh, I want to learn Sonya Blade. And he'd be like, all right, here you go. Here's, here's how you do this move. Here's, he, he'd play a game with you and you, you know, he'd show you every move and how to do the move. And he wouldn't like, he would, he would teach you that character. Or you could uh, challenge the king. That was another thing from like $5, you could challenge him and he would like give up his, uh, I'm the king of, of Mortal Kombat or whatever. And you know he never he never lost. If you were just playing him as like an exhibition, because he would just play people when no one wanted to pay him, uh, he would just play the game to keep his practice up, and he kick everybody's ass. But everybody knew this guy, and and you know when you 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 wanted to learn Scorpion's moves, he'd be like, yeah, you did that move good. He he'd rub your back ever so gently. What? Uh, and then one day, probably late in the summer, August of ninety three. It's a Saturday or Friday, and I'm arriving at the uh, celebration station to play arcade games with my my, my friend, whatever my friend was at the time. Buzz. Buzz. And uh, cops are there, and oh, my mom's like, "Okay," because the bumper some other kid had fallen into the water in the bumper boats and gotten his fucking severe brain damage because the bumper boats kept hitting his head or whatever. She's like, if there's something going on with the bumper boats or the go-karts, you're not going to do those anymore. My mom's like, because she, she, she thinks the cops are there for like some kind of accident. Right. But they weren't there for an accident. And as we get out of the car, we see the king of Mortal Kombat being pushed, being, you know, head they put the hand on the head escorted. and push him down escorted into the cop car uh be, being arrested and he was not there the next time we went to celebration station nor any of the other times throughout 1994 so uh wow he went he went away we didn't even know what his real name was he was just the king of mortal Kombat. so wait so what happened to him we don't know there was never like any playground rumors. If my oh, the playground rumors were like maybe he killed someone, maybe he killed a kid, maybe he kidnapped a kid. We didn't, you didn't, you didn't know what molesters were in in in, in that youth. You, I mean, you had some idea to stay away from the tricky people, but you didn't really know what he did. I mean, maybe he was just a drug dealer too. You know, it's possible that he was just selling pot in addition to playing Mortal Kombat for money. Or maybe he might not have. I mean, I might be, I don't want to smirch this guy, but since I have no idea what his real name is, um, you know, I, I don't really have a, a problem with it. I have no idea what he, he did, but I just know that one day, just as mysteriously as he had arrived, he was gone. And wow. and I, I, I cannot, because I just watched a movie about Mortal Kombat, I cannot think about Mortal Kombat without remembering that guy because he was literally always there. Like, it, and he made money doing it. He was a grifter, you know? Yeah, weird. Maybe it was that. He could be arrested just for that too. Oh yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, what he was doing was probably wasn't wasn't legal. Yeah, I mean he and Celebration Station would not have liked what he was doing. No, Celebration. I mean they had ample. I mean it it was like three months. I I I think they kind of like allowed it because the dude was like 
he was bringing people to Mortal yeah, Kombat. Yeah, but what like an assistant manager allows, or a manager even allows, or yeah, maybe maybe the, the manager allows. got fired, and then a new manager comes in. They're like, what, this dude just charges people for playing yep. the games. I'm calling the cops on them. Or the owner finds out about it, and he's just like, no, get this guy off my property. Yeah, some lots of possible possibilities, but the fact that he disappeared and the fact that he was being put in the back of the police car, you know, you just assume. Well, he did sound pedo-y at the beginning, that's for sure. Yeah, he had that that vibe. He did? Well, I mean, I didn't know what that vibe was when I was, like, fucking 11, or, you know. Yeah, but you look back at it, and you feel like there might have been something. Uh, Yeah, but also, I didn't... I mean, he, he, he might have smelled like Otto's jacket all the time, too. I didn't know what the smell was then. Now I do. Yeah, but I think if you smelt that then and you smell it now, you would have been connected the two. Well, I, think, I feel like the first time I, I smelled marijuana, which would have been in college, of course, when when people smoked at, at a party, it was like, uh, this sounds like the king of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> you did? Uh, maybe. Uh, I just I thought mean, of Mortal Kombat when I, when I first smelled marijuana. I was like, huh. I think that, like, when it comes to video games, if you're probably really, really good with video games, my best guess is... Uh, I would lean on that you smoke a lot of weed. Yeah. Because weed could help you play video games really well. Well, I mean, in general, <laughs> like, how many arcades smelled like marijuana and we didn't know it at the time? I don't know. I remember I remember arcades smelling greasy, to be honest. Body sweat. A lot of body yeah. sweat. Body odor and grease. Yeah. A lot of grease, a lot of popcorn and grease. Yeah, that can cut through pretty much any smell. Yeah. Popcorn oh, yeah. especially. I remember popcorn as being a very big smell. Um, of arcades, mostly because most of the arcades I went to were movie theaters as well. Yeah. Um, and then the ones that were pizza joints also were probably, I would say, smell more like pizza. But greasy, definitely that greasy smell for sure. Well, that was cool. That was a fun story, Felk. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. All right. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about about Mortal Kombat 2021? Yeah. Did we? Did, did you need 20 minutes of Jax's robot arms uh, origin story? No, I didn't, but you know what? I didn't mind it. You gotta do something. I guess you gotta do yeah. something for the movie, but it was like I, I felt like he could have woken up with robot arms and they're like, Alright, that's fine. <laughs> he didn't need a whole progression where like his power yeah. is somehow making his robot arms better. Yeah, I liked how it started off as like weak little arms and then they got bigger. That was interesting. Yeah, the I did like that. Yeah. Excuse me. Sorry for yawning. Um, I thought uh, – I don't understand why Sonya got the mark in the end, though. She earned it because she was willing to kill? Is that why? Uh, no, she got it because she, it up. she killed Kano, who had the mark, because he killed somebody who had the mark. If you kill somebody, he... the mark transfers to you. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, if you kill somebody with the mark, then you get the because you defeated them in Mortal oh. Kombat. Then you get, then you're you're now the contender. They had a moment where they kind of, I guess, they go over that where they said like, she went to go find this person with the mark, and then she found Kano sitting over their body. I assumed that Kano had the mark too, and Kano was also hunting people. But I get, it. yeah, Kano just received the mark from the dead body. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, now I understand why. Because then there was a later point where they were, like, um, talking about her and, like, you know, maybe the reason she didn't get the mark 
is because she doesn't have the ability to, you know, go the extra mile. And then I, I assume that, oh, so she got the mark when she went the extra mile to kill Kano. But I understand what that means now. Okay. So you it, it transfers. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, speaking of Sonya, if you scroll down, I have a uh, brief category. It says Sonya versus Sonya. <gasps> Ooh. And we have uh, 1995's pretty much perfect human female Bridget Wilson uh, and uh, Australia's Jessica McNamee from uh, 2021's, uh, Son- uh, 2021 Sonya Blade. Howard, which, which Sonya are you picking? I'm, I'm obviously picking Bridget Wilson. I think I'd have to go Bridget Wilson as well. I, I mean, the, this, oh, the, the new one's Sonya's... not unattractive. Um, she was good. She looks more like, maybe just because she looks kind of like Kylie Minogue, but uh, in Kylie Minogue, of course, played Cammy in the Street Fighter movie. Uh, so, in the oh, yes. yeah, 1984 Street Fighter. Uh, so, she kind of reminded me of, of, of more of a, like, you, you look like Cammy. I kept thinking she was Cammy, and I'm like, oh, that's the wrong franchise. She kept reminding me of um, Rachel McAdams or something like that. I kept seeing Rachel McAdams, and I kept seeing um, not Kristana Loken, but uh, not Jerry Ryan. Ugh. Jolene Bullock, maybe? I kept seeing like I kept seeing like that that type of person because I don't know who this actress is, so I kept seeing all a lot of Australians. People. There's a lot of Australians in this movie for some reason. Where was it filmed? I don't know. Maybe Australia. <laughs> yeah, because like that when they're in the deserts, that looks like. I don't know. That looks. That looks. I. I mean, when I see that in films, I tend to usually look at that and think maybe either Australia or China. No, oh, yeah, the Outlands kind of looked like Australia too. Yeah. Um. I liked I liked I liked the portrayal though of Sonya and um I liked Jax. I I thought Cody was a, was a good main character. I'm shocked that he was a completely original person. Cole. Cole. Yeah. Cole. I don't know the I, name I, of the I, actor, but the character he plays is Cole Youngblood and the Cole or the character he plays is named Cole Young and Cole Youngblood is which is different as add blood to the end of it is the name of a gay porn actor who appeared in Big Guns 2 as the character Cody. <laughs> I love that. Oh, he. Oh, yeah. He's Cody. Oh my God, that's crazy. That's so amazing. Six degrees. Um, yeah. It all Lewis comes back Tan, to who played him, is like one of this like group of like stuntmen that uh, that stunt performers that constantly is like on the tip of everyone's tongue in like fan communities uh, to be like, um, you know, oh my God, this he, he should be anyone. Like literally, he could be Batman. Louis Tan, he could be Batman. Um, there's another one I forget his name. Uh, some of these people you see in the Corridor Crew videos where they talk about stunts. Was that dude like, from oh, Corridor Crew videos? I don't know if he's done. Louis Tan's done a Corridor Crew video, but like I was wondering what I've seen him from. I didn't look at. He maybe it up. did. I mean, maybe he has. He, he just um, kind of looked like a some some guy basically. Although he, I, I mean, he seems to have more presence and charisma than. The dude that uh he was Shatterstar Deadpool two. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but that he got that role in Sh- as Shatterstar in Deadpool two because they were gonna kill him off, but also because of the fandom surrounding him already. Because hmm. he's in like those kind of like those like low budget action films. I cannot remember the other guy, Paul something maybe I forget what it is. And it, but anyways, regardless of it, whatever. The, these these people always constantly are brought up like they should be Batman and it's just like you don't understand how Warner Brothers wants to cast Batman 
You really think they want, you know, Lewis Tan as Batman? Like, they don't want him as Batman. They don't want any of these stunt performers as Batman. Oh, yeah, no, they don't want to. They want an actor. They want an actor. Yeah, they want an actor to handle the role of Bruce Wayne. They don't care about the actor handling the action roles because that's I mean, what the cowl's for. They should have given this guy whatever shall Khan in the fucking Ten Rings, whatever. The, that guy, that lead seems like he's Smew. got no charisma, so. Smulu. Smulu, um, he's not bad in Kim's Convenience. Uh, or Kim's, so yeah, so that's uh, on Netflix. That was not, that's not, he's not bad in that. Hmm. Um, I did see this stuff that Smew Lu is actually doing the work though to like he's putting in the work for the role of uh uh Shang Shea. For the kung, so the like kung fu, you mean? What which one? The kung fu like like doing the stunts and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. so like when he does like that kick when he kicks two people at the same time and like you know lands it inside the Muni the bus in this in San Francisco uh in the trailer like that's really the actor doing that Muni. unassisted and can still do it to this day and all that stuff. So that's nice to know that they're they're actually it's as opposed to Iron Fist where he's like learned it two hours beforehand. <laughs> if then, <laughs> yeah. Do you have any other things to uh, say before we get into the wrap ups? Um, are you excited about the Johnny Cage uh, tease at the end where they didn't they they did an opposite of of what Venom did, which they were like, here's the casting for this important character. Where they're like, no, let's just let's just uh, say, say, it later. say the name. And, and confusingly, do you remember the the, the name of the fake movie that the no. poster is for? It says uh-uh. Johnny Cage in Caged Up. <laughs> is it really? I think so. Oh my god! I'll have to rewatch Shit. it. <laughs> I feel like we have to. Know uh, I thought it was true. weird. Cage. I am one hundred percent certain that Cage is in the title of the movie, which I thought was confusing. Because like that's the actor's name. You don't, Just type in right now, uh, uh, Mortal Kombat 2021 East Johnny Cage Easter egg. And I'm sure it'll be a screenshot of that one screenshot. That's great. Oh, the reason Cool Boy Nation, if you don't know, is because uh, I think episode seven of Cool Boys, uh, we did our Nicolas Cage episode where we did our top five Nicolas Cage films, and we called it Caged Up. And uh, it's really early oh, on. So, sorry, it's Citizen Cage. <laughs> oh, Citizen Cage. What a weird... Can you imagine a movie called... Days of Cruise rather than Days of Thunder. <laughs> exactly, that's what I was thinking. It's just like that's so weird. Or like a, like a uh, Meet Joe Pitt, you know, It'd be very odd. <laughs> I would see Meet Joe Pitt. You or, know what you're uh, getting. Kind- <laughs> you know what you're getting. Kindergarten Schwarzenegger. Well, have to be Kindergarten Arnold. They just call okay. him Arnold. So I noticed this about uh, Johnny Cage. So when you're looking at that poster, uh, folks sh- sharing a, a screenshot yeah. uh, from the film, uh, when you're looking at the poster of Citizen Cage, Fight for Your Rights, coming soon, <laughs> yeah. that man's hands can be almost any any ethnicity. Yes. Could be Vin Diesel. Could be The Rock. Yeah. It, I don't think it could be a, a, a fit, like a dark black skin person, but I mean... They could. Nobody's gonna compl- like the hands were lighter skin. Nobody, nobody's gonna mention that. So the, yeah, no, they could. Yeah. Ca- they, they were keeping their net wide open for who could play Johnny Cage. Hoping- yeah, they tinted the hands orange specifically so they could go almost any other person can fit that role. And you can't because the jacket. He's wearing a big jacket, so you, like it, it's kind of billowed out. So you can't. You, is is this person Tom Cruise sized? Is he Vin Diesel sized? Yes. You don't know, but he's got a giant he- belt that says Cage. 
which again is like giant, extra confusing. He could be small. He could be thin. He could be muscles. Yeah, muscles from Brussels. All of it. Yeah, that's um, that's why I like what Venom did, where they're like, we're making it clear who the casting is. Now the casting's wrong, <laughs> and, and yeah. is, is a bad idea, but you know, the director of Zombieland made this movie, so <laughs> he's friends with Woody Harrelson. Yeah, and then but then also Woody Harrelson is like like pot bellied in the paparazzi and 30 years too old to play the character yeah so you're like wait but i i really hope we don't get a pot bellied like carnage yeah i mean but at this point i i I would suggest they photoshop vin diesel's face onto a poster and and just be like vin don't you remember to being to agreeing to be in mortal kombat 2 you took a huge pay cut you don't remember that he's like "I i don't know i've had so many head injuries this no is, way. This is Vin dumb. Knows. This is this is dumb. Be sure to turn off your cell phones. Yeah, he only knows himself as Dom. He refers to himself only as Dom. Dude, I I I am so in love with the F9 fucking trailers we've had. They are so amazing. I can't wait for for our Fast and the Furious episode. We can finally let everyone know how amazing Fast and the Furious is. <laughs> Cuz they don't know until we tell. All right, I have I have one I guess final tidbit. Now this is this is a quick a much faster story to get through. But uh, everybody remembers, of course, the Immortals techno syndrome dun 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 uh, theme. But there's a lot of great techno in the 1995 Mortal Kombat, and the one oh, yeah. the, the standout track. There's two standout tracks. One that plays when uh, Lu Lu Kang Lu Cao. I can't remember his name now. Lu, Lu uh, is King. walking up to like the Tibetan uh, monk temple. It's like, oh, that's a cool track. But the real standout track is, of course, which is the reptile theme, uh, which I can't even find out who did it. It might be George S. Clinton or George, just George Clinton, the guy who did the score. Uh, but it's, yes. it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hot track. Maybe. Early on in my strip club going, look t- my strip club going days. This would have been my junior year of college. I went to a wonderful strip club in Orange County in the afternoon. Cor- Corey actually might have been with me. I don't really remember. Someone was with me from my fraternity, and uh, there was this goth chick, and I talked to her, and she was just like talking to me like I'm George a dude because I was, you know, I was a young yes, I was a young dude at the time. Uh, you know, I was. 20 years old and uh, she was flirty and all that stuff then she goes up on stage as usual girls on stage get two songs first song was the dun 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 blood rave theme from Blade and I was like is this fucking Blade and she's like yeah don't you love it and next song threw me for a complete loop it of course was the the was the fucking reptile theme and about a minute or two in the song tipping her my three dollars in poor college kid money uh and and she's i was like is this fucking is this reptiles theme and she's like it's like i can't believe you know what both of these are oh my god First stripper, wow. first stripper I hooked up with. We, uh, we, we went out. I, I, we exchanged numbers. 
I just made out with her at a bar and then she didn't return my following phone calls. Uh, and also I started dating an actual college chick who I could take home to the parents and such. So I, I didn't uh, follow up on her, Aww. but I would have loved to have had sex with her. But yeah, I, I her name was Pandora, which is also a planet that is created by James Cameron mm -hmm. and a jewelry manufacturer. And uh, I... She was there was photos of her on the on the strip club's website, and I think I still have those JPEGs somewhere stored away because I because we met we met, met at one bar in fucking that I drove my little Miata to uh, in fucking Riverside because she lived in Riverside, and right. uh, we went out once. She took me to a, a bar. I guess I was I had just turned twenty one, and uh, yeah, we we made out uh, quite a bit. So reptiles nice. theme. The no, first, it's not called reptiles theme. The first stripper, right? No, in my story, it is because that, okay. that's what you, I said. Is this reptiles theme from Mortal Kombat? And it's called Lou what, versus Reptile. Oh, okay, yeah. Who's it by? George S. Clinton. Okay, yeah, I got it right then. Yeah, he did the whole album. Yeah, yeah, fucking crazy, right? That's great. Oh my god, I love that. I think, um, I think my favorite stripper name ever was uh, my first stripper experience in San Francisco, uh, Centerfolds VIP, and it was uh, they just like and next on the stage is sexy. I'm like, <laughs> I love that. her name is sexy. This Wait, is amazing. Was Steve with you at that time? No, no, no. That was way before Steve. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Dorn was there, I think. Huh. Yeah, I bet you. Dor if, if Dorn wasn't, I'm sorry, Dorn. I wish you were. But Doran could have been there. He would he would have been the timed out to the uh, the uh, appropriate yeah. uh, dates. Well, that's it was I think uh, around Thanksgiving. I can't remember exactly at the top of my head right now. I like now. that you have you're trying to to piece it all together. But yeah, so those are the two people who I most associate with uh, Mortal Kombat is a stripper named Pandora. It wasn't her real name. Her real name was Cassie. What? Did you ever find it? What? Are you gonna dox her? Her real name? It was Cassie. So you did dox her. Her name's Cassie Cassie. Oh, yeah. That's her last name, too. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure people Cassie will figure that out. Pandora, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, see, uh, her and then the possible drug dealer or pedophile king of Mortal Kombat from Celebration Station, which obviously was years earlier in 1993, not in uh, 2004, which is when I hooked up with a stripper <laughs> much later. Cassie is uh, Sydney Sweeney's character in Euphoria. If I'm not mistaken. I've I've dated more, multiple Cassies, so. Really? I've never seen a Cassie in my whole life. Oh, really? Yeah, she I don't think like, I've ever seen a Cassie. She was like my Cassie. first like, high school, like, sort of girlfriend, but it was only three dates kind of thing. Um, different different Cassie, right, cool. not the stripper. Well, this is, like, this is a good student. Mortal Kombat conversation. I don't, I, I'm sure I have more to say about Mortal Kombat, the 2021 film, as I did enjoy it. Um, but, uh nothing that's coming to mind at least right now who is your fuck me from this movie uh pro I guess Sonya uh, who's the girl with the wings oh I forget what her name was uh Melina uh that's she not was Melina. hot too with the even though she had like the, the makeup and the teeth the actress looked hot Ugh, she might have actually been the most attractive woman in the whole. Fucking oh, you know show. who was hot? Actually, was the uh, the wife. Yeah, she was actually pretty hot. I liked her. Thought she was a super. She was a hottie, and I loved. You know what I loved about the wife? Her husband's getting his ass kicked, 
And she's just like, fuck this. I, I am going to go save Corey right now and like go fucking make sure <laughs> he's okay and like put a fucking axe in this Goro. Like, I'm not going to be scared. It's Cole or Cody. <laughs> Cody? Cole. What'd I say? Uh, Cody? Laura is Brent it? is the name of that character. Uh, Actress? Yeah, the uh, the chick with the wings is. Uh, you. No, that's the that's the wife at the beginning. I don't know who the white fucking chick with the wings is. Yeah, Emily Young is the no, no, that's the little girl. Who's the wife? I don't know who any of these people are. All these names are confusing. I don't know the names of any ones. of these people. I didn't even know who Lewis Tan was though I gained this. I had to look up Jessica Mac McNamee to find out who played Sonya because he's the character. But I'm trying to find the the She's girl hot. with the wings because the girl with the fucking dragon wings was hot, and she might not even been anywhere in this fucking uh no i want not her hold on cast i, I can't remember 21. what she looked like honestly i remember her just being like a fairly good looking woman with wings but i don't remember her visually imdb thumbnails are so small it's really tough melina to, to... or whatever had a great okay. eyes her, her, her name is mel <laughs> Johnson, and she plays starts with an n natara. natara yeah natara yeah i'm giving you her imdb there you go. She's hot. Um, she's really she's the hottest girl in this movie. Oh wow, my god. Yeah, I guess she's I guess she's the winner. Holy shit. Yeah. I, that's funny that like with makeup. Okay, so um uh what's her name? Jody Marin. Josie Marin. Excuse me. Josie Marin, um yeah. when she's in um Van Helsing and she plays like one of the vampires or uh the vampiresses. Yeah. Brides she's of Dracula. Like, Brides of Dracula. Brides of Dracula. She's like so unattractive. And like they CGI her and she's definitely unattractive in that point. That's that's obvious the, the, what they're trying to go for. But she's just so unattractive in that role. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so fucking beautiful in real life. And like having known her even growing up and like. Ooh. Like, but like seriously, like she's just so beautiful. And 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 at the time when she was like you know in that film she was huge. What else is she in? Like, I know the name. So. She was, oh, just, uh, she's mostly like Sports Illustrated, I thought, and stuff uh. like that. But like, she was ma uh, not married. Uh, dating David Blaine for a while. Hmm. And and like, but like Van Helsing, he I was excited too, to see her in Van Helsing, and like, she was not for my age group. She was my older brother's age group, and um, nope. and so. Like she, like, like I was like excited to see her in fucking Van Helsing. I'm like, oh, she's gonna be hot, and sexy in this. And it was like this weird orange like wig, and like they didn't really do anyone any favors in that movie, except Kate Beckinsale. Holy shit, she looks she amazing good. Yeah, she in that movie. Good. That may, you know, now thinking about it, that, might have been a, a contract of Beckinsale's. Make sure every other woman is down, uh, dumbed down a bit, so that she looks even more beautiful. Beckinsale has too much vampire in her. Uh... Her IMDb history, I guess, her her, her casting history. Oh yeah, Selena or Celine, Celine. I think Selena? I think it's Celine. I think it's Celine, Celine, but I don't really. I've only seen the first one. I think maybe I've seen the first two. I don't really remember. I've seen the first two. I've not seen the third one, which is a prequel, and I've not seen the fourth one, which takes place, I guess, after the second one. Yeah, the third one is Rona Mitra is the lead. She's much hotter her mom, than Kate. And it Beckinsale. plays her mom. She's hotter than Kate Beckinsale. Sorry, Kate. Fuck yeah, Rona Mitra is the best. Rona Mitra is one of the best peak human female it, it Paul Verhoeven is a, great a fucking super creep for having to have nah, a whole she sequence knew. where she's 
uh, hollow man raped <laughs> she knew she was down she was but she she knows her her role like she can she, she does and, and those i mean look some tit jobs hollow man was like 2000 i think like and 2000 Something. 2000 tit jobs 99 tit jobs they were hit or miss let's be honest hers were a hit they were yeah now maybe there's like granted maybe if she you get her on the bed she, she you know the, the tits move up and there's just horrific scars underneath you never see that in any of the movies though you never see the scars they look perfect no but i mean i thought you see some good like um a boob being squeezed uh digitally and i feel like there would have been a scar in that shot i don't think he squeezes her tits digitally it's that other chick the chick from uh Oh, is that uh, someone else? Yeah, okay. the chick from Gone Girl. Oh, okay. Not the lead Gone Girl, but the cop girl from Gone Girl. Uh, she she shows her tit in that movie. There's also in a movie called Zero Effect that I think is really good. Is uh, that Ben Stiller? Yeah, Ben Stiller and uh, uh, Bill, Pullman? Bill, Pullman, Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman in his one like real performance where he's actually playing a unique character. Although the character is Sherlock Holmes. Give me Bill Pullman and Ruthless People any day. Never seen Ruthless People. Yeah, it's a good movie. All right. Great movie about, like, kidnappings going bad, essentially. Well, this begins the part where we, if you're ready to wrap up, we uh, will rank all the films in the franchise. And I guess we'll rank all of them, even though we haven't, we we have not gotten, we have not yet tried to rank all films in a franchise where uh, we, neither of us have seen all the films in the franchise. Although I guess Legacy doesn't count as a film. You know what? Legacy is a web series, not a film. It was worth mentioning earlier, but we don't need to rank it right now. You don't need to rank it. And I can just make an educated guess that Annihilation is the worst. So, yeah, I'll, I'll do my quick one, worst to best. Annihilation is presumably the worst. And then, yeah, I will give uh, 2021 and then 1995. 1995 just, it, it warms the heart and brings me back to an old-time place when I didn't have to worry about taxes or China or COVID. In 2021, um, Mortal Kombat, the folk that watched that movie was alone in his home because movie theaters may, might be dead and and the bills are due. Oh, so there's even if it's a better movie on every technical level, it's uh, I, I rank uh, 95 as the uh, the tippity top. Um, Annihilation, yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> then I would go 1995. Yeah. Uh, because it, it conned me uh, into going to see a movie that was uh, nowhere near what my expectation was. no, Barely a fatality. And I'm going to put 2021 at the tippity top. Uh, it's top shelf potential for sure. It is the cream rises to the top. It is the top notch. It is the tabletop. They're not even thinking about Mortal Kombat things. <laughs> Just talking about tops. It is uh, topsy turvy. Go over uh, here. Yeah, I mean, but it's it, it it's it's what I want out of Mortal Kombat. Okay, now, fucking fatalities. Speaking of all the things that we say in the movie, flawless victory in ninety ninety five. This is a problem. Is that? Shao uh, saying Shang Soon says flawless victory several times where it's not a flawless victory and the person who wins had been punched unblocked punches several times yes uh, 2021 Mortal Kombat you only get the flawless victory once and it's when Liu Kung, Kung, Lao. Kung Lao defeats Natara by chopping her in half the hottest woman ever yeah she's very well, oh yeah fucking I'm gonna be googling 
uh, she's Mel Gibson very, or whatever her name very is. Very attractive. Uh, Holy shit. Yeah, no. Is she wait? Is she Australian? Uh, what? Shop uh, name. Do a wiki search on her. Her her bio yeah, is at. her bio is uh, very sparse. Uh, let's let's get a little more info on. She's on fresh Hansen. to death. Uh, between two worlds, she is Israeli. Ooh! Oh my God! Get her and Gal together. <sighs> Fucking you, 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 people and your uh, uh, Israeli women are just fucking incredible. Israeli women are so fucking hot. It's ridiculous. Something said. Jeez Louise, look at this. Oh my God. Just giving you her fucking yeah. Insta. Wow. She's a uh, doesn't have the biggest of chests, does she? Well, don't don't the Israeli women not get fakes? In that, in that their thing, Bar Raffaele, Gal Gadot, this chick, they don't they don't get they don't get the implants. But Bar is definitely a little bit more voluptuous in the uh, chest area. She doesn't have fake ones though. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think she does. I'm sure that's why Leonardo appreciated it. Um, wow, that was a nice little surprise there at the end. Uh, yeah, I, but if I'm ever going to rewatch a Mortal Kombat film, I'm I am only going to watch this 2021 film. Oh, you gotta, you gotta go back to '95. It's so good. No, I'll probably never return to it. But also, I'll probably never return to any of these Mortal Kombat films. I might rewatch the 2021 film. Yeah, I might before a sequel comes out. I think they're gonna get a sequel out of it. I mean, I don't I, know how well it did. I really, uh, I, I really loved. Do okay. I really loved that this because like '95, it ticked almost every box for what you want from Mortal Kombat. But the one thing you really want was the iconic pairing for the fight which is scorpion and sub-zero and this movie managed to, to to give it obviously with much 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 updated effects better effects yeah. than 95s could have possibly achieved i don't know if i needed that much of a backstory but it was nice that there was a reason why they hated each other and were actually characters um that, that like all the posters for this of course have the two of their faces uh together yeah. so it's like I knew going just like the Godzilla Kong posters. Yeah, too. but like in Godzilla versus Kong, you know that that's coming. Whereas with this movie, it, it, I think they intended it to be more of like a a big oh surprise. That guy was Scorpion the whole time. You didn't know he was Scorpion, although he threw the things, the threw the the harpoon things. So you kind of knew he yep. was Scorpion. Yeah, I um, I thought that uh, Cody was eventually going to be revealed as Scorpion. Me too. Me by too. Yeah, I thought that was the big, the big twist. And of course, they definitively like, nope, he's just Cole Young. Cole, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh yeah. But um, Cody. <laughs> I'll take him. I'll take. I'll, I'll. I'll take that version of Mortal Kombat because at least you know I get a real flawless victory. I've. I've got. The only thing. The only thing missing. Chicks can't give me the kind of head I need. Get over exactly. here. Exactly. <laughs> That's the only thing missing in this Mortal Kombat, and and the beginning of the movie not, uh, not screaming at me, Mortal Kombat. The boldest way I no name any other movie where the title of the movie is shouted at you at the beginning before I can't well before the credits even roll before but dur during the fucking opening studio logo. Can you imagine aliens? It's like nobody. Knows yeah, I was that. gonna say James Cameron doing that. Like maybe like like as as the movie begins, Avatar. Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Wouldn't I mean instead of that fucking candle being lit? Fight Club. What movie? 
<laughs> Fight Club. <laughs> Fight I feel like that one would work. You could get away with it. News of the world. Yeah. Good night and good luck. Do 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 yeah. But Mortal Kombat did it. I, mean, I think that's in the song because like the, the Schindler's List. I already did Schindler's List. It's on the record. Schindler's List. Oh, you did Schindler's List. I missed it. I Sorry. That's a really good one. That's a pretty funny one. Good job then. I just said that'd be better than that fucking candle opening. That would have been amazing. Yeah. Munich, I'm just thinking Spielberg films. Nobody, no, nobody else has the balls to 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 do that. And I mean, and yeah, like Paul W. S. Wes Anderson, Thomas Anderson probably only did that because it's already in the song. And he two towers. He just didn't know any better. Oh, you changed the K's and credits. Cool. So cool. So cool. All right. Well, let's let's that that will be our our, our ending, I guess. It's as good as any. It's as good as Mortal Kombat deserves. Yeah. Cool boy nation. We'll do a Street Fighter uh, episode someday. When that movie gets remade. Give us your boys for more. And Bison was great in that, though. I gotta give it to him. Well, and fucking Raul Julia kick killed it. Uh, uh, Kali Minogue. I would say if I had to pick like the hottest woman who has ever lived, probably Kylie Minogue. No, Kylie Minogue is so attractive as a woman that she is probably throughout the last 20, 30 years. If you were to say to gay men around the Western world, America and Britain, or at least indefinitely Britain, you got to fuck a woman. Who are you picking? They'd pick Kylie Minogue. And maybe that doesn't really say a lot about her attractiveness to straight men, but as a straight man, I can do firmly say that even in her late 30s and 40s, when her popularity was the highest, and this is like 2000, the early 2000s, Kyle Minogue was peak attractiveness. She's, and she has that, you know, because she's British, she, she has that specialness to her, kind of like mm. Nicole Kidman's Australianness. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Kylie's Australian. I can't remember. I think she's British. I think they both are Australian. Yeah, I think Kylie Australian, might be yeah. Australian. Australian women are very good. Israeli women are very good. Yes. And yet, what what do we get? We get fucking as Americans. Precious, the movie Gabri Sidibe. She's beautiful, but like I would, I would. She's beautiful. Necessarily... <laughs> yeah, but I would not necessarily put like compare her to Kylie Minogue and. Uh, no, I know we have actual like Israelis hot... we just looked at. No, uh, we have all right. We have Kim Kardashian. Dude, we got Alexandra Daddario. Do we? Yes, she's she's from New York. I guess she's. Pretty... I think. Yeah, I mean, there's there's hot American women, but I feel like we. In, the, the the ones from Australia and, and and Israel just blow us away nine out of ten times. Too many WalMarts. Beautiful women everywhere. I think beauty is too many everywhere. McDonald's. Too many WalMarts. Too many just meh shits. Uh, What's wrong with McDonald's? I love McDonald's. The hottest girl <laughs> in America. The hottest girl in the world is rarely America, despite it seeming like we have a a massive. I mean, I guess we have Kate Upton. Yeah, we have some. Sure. Halle Berry. Yeah, I don't. Selma Hayek. You like Zendaya. Zendaya is definitely hotter than Halle Berry. If we're going, 
ethnic. Uh, is it, I guess she's American. Yeah, we have we have we have hot women too. It's just Israel seems to like turn them out like it's nothing. Harley Dean, she's a porn star. I think she's incredibly gorgeous. She's British. Harley Dean's not British. No, she's not. Uh, she's, she's definitely not British. Right, cool. Oh my gosh, she's definitely not British. Cool boy nation, give us your boys for Mortal Uzi for Mortal Kombat. You're gonna name Ball. hot women now by emailing us at I don't know if Chanel Uzi is or if she's American. Emailing oh, us at the uh, Cool Boys. She's American. She's gorgeous, and so is Lotus Bomb. Eat us at the cool boys podcast at gmail.com. New episodes come out on Fridays. Be sure to like and subscribe. Anch Utgard, I think she's American, even though she's got that crazy name. She's You're hot. naming Jem the Wolfie. most foreign people. Jem Wolfie's super hot. You know, you know she's that name, Jem Wolfie. I think she might be Australian, actually. Uh, well, maybe, maybe. I think they're American based. A lot of these Instagram make- chicks are Australian. Ugh, good for them. The making an authorized distribution of this podcast allegedly supported over 1,500 jobs and involved hundreds of thousands of work hours. It did. Be sure to review us on Apple Podcasts and also Batman and Beyond on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. Uh, Mortal Kombat! Now it's time to finish him. (laughs) Finish him. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, cool boy nation. That's cool with a K. Until next time, it's Bizies from... I can do finish him or fatality. Fatality, Felk. And that's Bizies from Babality or Babality. That was Mortal Kombat 3, right? And Friendships was 2. Yeah, but um, I was really bad at doing fatalities in the games. I could never really pull them off. There were like six or seven button presses. But hey, there was a guy who would teach them to you. Yeah, he's great. And then he, and then he might touch you in the bathroom or <laughs> sell you pot. We don't know. <laughs> we do not know. Uh... But he was the king of that summer. And his name started with like a K or a C, like Craig or Chris or Kyle. Cliff. Because it was like King Kyle or King Chris or King, the people who actually knew him. Bony Bob, Cheeks. Can we, like, little Mo with the gimpy leg. I mean, think Cliff. about The 90s had that. Not only was there a, a fucking, you know, a, a entertainment station business venue for children's birthday parties and just for for kids to have fun but like they had go-karts that would go like 50 miles an hour they had bumper boats where you could just (laughs) fall in the water it was it was like that uh action park but just like a a miniature action park there was a lot of danger and risk and they the the ambulances often came and there was just a dude there because in the arcade even though it's for kids and they'd have like pizza and they had like a off-brand you know uh you're the birthday, you're the birthday, you're the, you're birthday, the birthday, boy or girl. Boy or girl. <laughs> the, 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 the Chuck E. Cheese robot thing that would sing. Yeah. They had that area. But you could just smoke. There was always just dudes like chain smoking in the thing. And I think the King of Mortal Kombat, King, King Kyle Chris or whatever, he, he was like, just this dude, this 25-year-old who made his ju- living getting money from 10-year-old boys yeah. teach how to play Mortal Kombat or let them challenge him in Mortal Kombat and like that was his life that was the career he made for himself and there's so many people different like times. that different times is that what you said? yeah yeah different times man you cannot do that today at all nope just the, the naivety and also darkness that was in the quarters and it's like looking back on that I'm like that's a weird thing that like 
kids would yeah. run up like, Mom, Mom, can I give this weird man $5 so I can learn how to do all of Sub-Zero's moves? And the yeah, mom was mom, like, come on. fuck, I don't give a shit. <laughs> we don't know if the King of Monsters will be here tomorrow, Mom, please. I need to learn him today. King of Monsters. Uh, yeah. King of Monsters? Oh, wait, what's his name? King of the Mortal Kombat. Yeah. King of Monsters. He's Godzilla. <laughs> oh, that was a, that was a, yeah, hey, we, we we don't dictate what spoilercasts we do now. The streaming services do. I guess I think next is Zombie Land or whatever it's called. Zombie. Oh, we have Falcon and Winter Soldier just finished. I don't know if I even want to do that. I, I, oh I watch that. I mean, I, I I can get I can get you access to it for free. Let's talk about it off there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You are a standing American boy. You will be excelled in all things. Oh my god. You son of a bitch. See, I got a huge cock. Oh my god. You should just fucking smile and blow me! Give me what I want! Oh my god. So you can run and tell that. God damn it. Oh boy. Get out of here. The whistle's gone. Woo! Victory.